Today on the show, Manny Machado finally has a home. Robert Kraft is in some very hot water. Warriors got manhandled in the Saturday Night Showcase. And the hot top, Zion Williamson's injury, next. Welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is Season 2, Episode 8, and we're recording on a beautiful Sunday morning in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Beautiful. Beautiful Sunday morning, February 24th, 2018. And we have a great show for you today. I'm great. feeling the energy. Great show, yes. I mean, the, the sun's out, the uh, wind's blowing out there and uh yeah it's a good day it's a yeah, good day very good day but you know how we do it here at uh you don't know jack everyone has an opinion on sports but i think that we should just sit back relax and enjoy the uncertainty of sports and inter- entertainment in the united states and the rest of the world because i don't know and you don't know jack, jack. let's get into a quick black history moment featuring the one and only jackie robinson Jackie Robinson was born on January 31st, 1919 in Cairo, Georgia. He became the first African-American in Major League Sports when he started for the Brooklyn Dodgers of the MLB on April 15th, 1947. Uh, Just an amazing career. Uh, I'm going to go through some quick highlights of his his diversified career in sports as well as civil rights. Um, Jackie Robinson was a prolific athlete. He lettered in football, basketball, track, and baseball at UCLA. Um, he was also an accomplished tennis player. Crazy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He won the uh, Junior Boys Single Championship in the Pacific Coast Negro Tennis Tournament. Um, just absolutely amazing. He also served in the U.S. Army. In 1942, Jackie was drafted into the Army and was stationed in Fort Hood, Texas. Um, while he was there, he became friends with uh, heavyweight boxer Joe Lewis. And after refusing uh, to sit in the back of segregated uh, of a segre- segregated bus, excuse me, Robinson was court-martialed but eventually exonerated. Um, always fighting for freedom, he played a major role in the civil rights movement. Jackie Robinson used his celebrity that he gained from his uh, integration of major league sports to increase awareness about social justice. He fundraised for the Freedom Riders and lobbied politicians to support key civil rights initiatives. Uh, he was also a board member of the National uh, Advancement for, excuse me, <laughs> the NAACP, um, the National Adva- Association for Advancement of Colored people. people yes. Excuse me, and campaigned all across the country in support of the movement. Uh, his number is actually one of the only numbers retired across the board uh, for all baseball franchises. The number 42 um, has been retired and honored, and no um, no baseball player can wear that number anymore. That's good. That's good. Very good. What great way to honor him. Major League Baseball, we definitely applaud you for that. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Robinson was also a businessman. He founded the Freedom National Bank in Harlem in 1940, in 1964, excuse me, a time during which there were very few black-owned banks. 
Um, and also, you know, he he portrayed himself in a film, the Jackie Robinson story, a film that I haven't seen yet, but I, I yeah, me neither. putting it on my list right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was directed by Alfred E. Green, released in 1950. Um, it also co- co-starred screen legend Ru- Ruby D. Excuse me. Um, yeah, Jackie Robinson again. His his impact on sports and civil rights and um, just the culture of America in general is absolutely amazing. And there is going to be a Jackie Robinson Museum built in uh, New York City, Lower Manhattan. It should be opening in 2019. I was trying to look for actual uh, dates, but I couldn't find an official uh, date or time for the opening of the museum. But it will be, like I said, in Lower Manhattan, just blocks from the Freedom Tower and the 9-11 Memorial. Two things that I would like to see personally. I think uh, I'll have to add the Jackie Robinson Museum to my list when I go to New York City. That is your black history moment. I, I just got to say, almost every paper I did in school growing up that I had you know, a choice uh, of topic, I, I tried to choose Jackie Robinson. Because yeah. I, I just, I, I love what he did for um, the advancement of African Americans in yeah. sports. Yeah, it, it's, it's incredible to commemorate somebody that's done so much uh for the african-american community um we you know we have a lot of those but that aren't usually uh, recognized you know there are certain pioneers that we recognize but history has so many of them that uh we have not recognized um yeah. but he has he was one of the forerunners he he you know he is one of the first one that integrated sports between uh you know the 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 races and everything else and so yeah, we salute him, um, and he's paved the way for people like you know Colin Kaepernick, you know uh, yeah. LeBron James, all these Muhammad guys. Muhammad Ali, exactly. Uh, Michael Jordan to do what he did. Yeah, um, uh, what's his name? The, the the running back last week we 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 highlighted. Um, Brown was it? Was it Jim was Brown? Jim oh, Brown. Sorry, Jim sorry. Brown. Yes, yes, Jim Brown. Um, all these guys in sports that have have uh, come together and and fought for a cause for freedom for for equality for every person every you know nationality it doesn't necessarily have to be black it just 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 everybody um so we salute all these pioneers going forward for what you did and we will never forget the sacrifices that you've made that is great absolutely great uh, all of those facts were taken from the jackie robinson foundation at jackierobinson.org please go visit that donate if you feel um the uh, the need to to donate and support the legacy of Jackie Robinson. Yes. Thank you for joining us on our Black History Moment. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and get into some shout-outs now. You know you make me wanna kick my heels up and down. Throw my hands up and down. Throw my hands up and down. Come on now. Just wanted to give a shout out. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out, let me give a shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out, let me give a shout out. Shout out. Well, we have a breaking news story. Well, it broke like last Thursday. But Did somebody I mean, say breaking news? Oh, yes. man, that was not as was impactful like, as yeah. I was hoping for. <laughs> it, it needs to be in your face. Yeah. No, uh, Manny Machado, the guy that we have, uh, we've, we've been talking about for the past i guess two months three months or so yeah Um, man he has now signed a historic deal across sports 
period. Talking about even even Jackie Robinson being being a historic figure. Mm-hmm. This guy is going to be historic because of not because of what he's he's done, but what he's received. He's received the the the, the biggest contract in sports, period, which is a ten year, three hundred million dollar contract to play for the San San Diego Padres. You know what we say to that around here. Show me the money. Yes, that is a lot of dough. A yes. lot of dough. Thirty million a year. That's Ooh. that's uh, that'll pay for my yacht. That'll pay for my uh, <laughs> yeah. That'll pay for a lot of things. Um, yeah. So the the news broke last Thursday, um, and a lot of the uh, outlets were saying congratulations to him, but more so they were saying a lot of more congratulations to uh, Bryce Harper. Because oh. Bryce Harper, now that he's got the that Manny Machado has the the biggest one of the biggest contracts um, going forward, uh, I think Bryce Harper can probably even match that or probably get more. I think, yeah, he might get more. You know what I'm he saying? Might like get more. that's the crazy part about it. I mean, how yeah. much more money can you give a guy? <laughs> like, well, the, I was just seeing that John Carlo, in terms of total value, John Carlo got a three hundred twenty-five million dollar contract, mm-hmm. but it was for more years. Right. So the the per year salary wasn't as high as uh, this Manny Machado deal. But yeah, I I think. Oh man, we're in the world of just crazy sports contracts and crazy sports, um, just total revenue. We talked about total revenue for sports leagues, right? That is only growing, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> but <laughs> that money is is growing, and um, and I think it's going to pass down to the players, yeah. Um, and then obviously the owners are going to take their cut first, of so. course, <laughs> of course. You got you got billion dollar owners that are, you know, that are. Sitting pretty, wild. Uh, exactly. So we'll B- buying, uh, <laughs> buying, uh, what two hundred three hundred fifty dollar yacht, a uh, million dollar yachts, and whatnot, just chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not what we're talking about. You know, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, just congratulations to uh, Manny Machado. We have some reaction from from um, his his uh, record breaking um, contract. You know, it's it's it's, it's a hectic. You know, off season as well, but you know, the last couple of weeks, um, you know, San Diego came came in, uh, you know, wanted to meet Matt, uh, you know, like like what AJ had to say, um, you know, I like the game plan, what what you know, what they brought to the table, you know, from from you know, from ownership to front office to coaching staff, you know, to the players, um, you know, the whole. The whole shabam was just so 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 perfect. He liked what they brought to the table. Yes, which means he liked three hundred thirty <laughs> million dollars a year. That's that's I liking what you bring to the table. I would love that too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, you've got this guy. Of course, the expectations on your shoulders is going to be uh, really Astronomical, high. Astronomical. Yeah. yeah. So he's yeah. going to have to perform. And I think I read in there that uh, he has a fifth year option, so he doesn't have to go all ten years. Uh, there's a fifth year, fifth year option. I believe that he can, you know, that both, both sides can either take or leave if they need to. But, uh, at the end of the day, congratulations, man. You, 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 you should be able to put away a good, uh, what? $500 million, 
uh, now from 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 now and what you've already made yeah. in retirement. So you should be set for life. He, yeah, he's set for life. life. He is without a doubt. So as long as he's managing his money correctly, exactly, properly, exactly. Got to hire the Rock from Ballers or something <laughs> to manage his money. I don't know. The Rock kind of failed. <laughs> I mean, we'll see next the next season. But yeah, you tune know. into the next season of Ballers. <laughs> Shameless uh, plug. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be careful with Ballers, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting show. Yes. But very raw. Uh, Well, moving right along to other baseball news, um, we have to give a congratulations to all the baseball fans. Yes. Because, hey. Spring training is here. It's back. It's back. (laughs) Baseball is back. Gone for a little while, but back again. Yeah. So we have a couple of, of, I guess you can call them preseason games uh, that are that are coming in. I just wanted to highlight a uh, uh, just just overall the fact that um, baseball starts in February and ends in uh, October. October. So yes. uh, baseball fe- baseball players only get like three months of of uh, <laughs> three yeah. or four months of, of vacation time. You basically get November, December, and January. That's it. You got to start. Rolling and maybe February, but February is a short month, anyways. Yeah, so. but I mean, like football players, they don't start back until J- uh, uh, what is it? June. It's basically June, May yeah. or June. Yeah. Um, and they um, go to February. Oh, yeah. well, that's not too bad. They go to yeah, February. but they get a little longer break though. Yeah, just a, a little, little bit longer. Bit. Dep- I mean, depending on depending on if you get to the playoffs or not. Exactly. Obviously. Exactly. And obviously, uh, obviously, baseball plays 162 games. Yeah. Which is really ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, it's 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 what you sign up for. If you get a thirty million thirty million dollar contract a year uh, uh, for you know ten years, um, yeah, yeah, you're gonna expect it to be. I mean, like we talked about earlier, baseball, you don't you don't do much. You can sit around and eat popcorn in, in, in the outfield and still, and still make an impact in the game. Like it's, it's not really a, 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 a strenuous game. Exactly. Like it's, not, it's not constant motion like soccer or basketball. Right. Um, even football, you get a little bit of a break, but the collisions are so violent. That yes. It's like, it, it takes, still a toll. takes a toll. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, baseball, I mean, do what you got to do. I mean, I just, I just wanted to make sure that, uh, we shouted out the baseball fans because our time is coming where we need to dig deep and do some research in baseball. Yeah. Uh, me personally, because I have to get better at uh, uh, baseball. I am I am committed to uh, doing doing better at at reporting baseball this year. Yeah, I'm actually going to watch games. I'm actually going to. Well, I did watch games last year, but I didn't. Are really we going to go? Are we going to go to Atlanta? Let's do Go it. Go to Battery Park. Yeah. I mean, I, I, let's do it. I mean, I, I want to start. Sl- I'm going to start small. Get into the the minor leagues. Go into true uh, the, the, the lookouts, lookouts and stuff. So lookouts. yeah, uh, I got to start small, but um, work my way up because you know the, the Braves. <laughs> you know, if I'm if I can't if I can't handle a minor leagues game, how am I going to handle a major <laughs> leagues game? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I I would say this that baseball is for me personally, baseball is way more interesting in person. Yeah, way more interesting. Well, in I just person. like to watch the fans get drunk and do crazy <laughs> things because that's all they do is drink beer and and fight. <laughs> well, that, that's that's a whole somber note because of the fan that passed away at the game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and thank God it's a new stadium. 
Yeah. Just kind of had a new fresh start. Fresh start. Man, you just brought that whole thing down. I was just going to be like, uh, <laughs> man. And I was like, oh, nah, I should have said what I said. I know. Fine. No, it's, it's all okay. good. It's all good. It just, you know, be careful when you drink. Drink responsibly. <laughs> drink responsibly. Drink Isn't that responsibly. the, uh, what's what's that, the uh, Corona thing? Anyways. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's, all the, that's what they all say. That's why yeah. the NBA stopped serving beer in fourth quarters. But. Wow. We, we digress. We digress. We digress. I didn't know that. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, going on. Going on to the news of the week. Daily Headline. Okay, so before we start, we have to preface preface this by saying... I cannot make this up. Okay, (laughs) so (laughs) now uh, it's been reported, I think this broke Friday, right? Friday or Saturday? Um, Friday, I think. No, I think it was like Thursday. It was Thursday? Maybe. I'll double check. Yeah. um, Robert Kraft of the uh, New England Patriots... Yeah, the uh, owner, the, the head owner, honcho. the head, the head guy, the guy that 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 has that got his fame uh, selling mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> well, it, it, he's actually not that craft. Oh. I thought he was that craft. He's not, he's not that craft. He's not that craft. He's a paper craft. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't uh, know if he's related to the crafts that I, make I, mac I digress because I mean it's the same name, <laughs> same the same way you spell it. So yeah. you know, I, su- I I didn't assume. I thought, but educated guess, but whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> That's what I thought too. But he has been uh, arrested in Jupiter, Florida, which I've been to Jupiter, Florida. It's, it's cool down there. It's fine. Uh, uh, been arrested at a spa and a massage parlor for soliciting sex from, uh, from I guess, the people, individuals, little ladies down yeah, there. Yeah, the masseuse. Um, uh, video, from what I've read, there was video evidence of him going to that spa a couple times, um, being driven there and, you know, I guess it was chauffeured. A, yeah, yeah. It was it was a raid that the I guess the government had their eye on them for a while on the yep. spa itself for a while, um, as far as uh, sex trafficking and all this stuff. And I would I would I I would love to say that it was wrong place, wrong time. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that if <laughs> Robert uh, Robert was going there for some reason other than just getting a massage. Yeah, yeah. We forgot to. Uh, put a disclaimer at the front. Uh, hide your kids. Hide your wife. Uh, this is. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna try to talk about this in in plain terms, not yes. get too graphic. Yes. But, uh, yeah. This is just really surprising. It's a very big sports story. Obviously, Robert Kraft just won the Super Bowl. Just won the um, Super Bowl. Well, his team, the Patriots, won nah, the he Super, won Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, but yeah, he paid, he, the, he paid the refs. It's fine. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's he's we, friends with Donald Trump. He, I don't know he was that. one that encourages the cheating, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is he married? Um, I don't think he's married. So his wife died about, I want to say, five years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah they so were they were married for a very long time. So I can understand that. Well, however, Ish. he did he did get a girlfriend for the last five years. He's been Whoa. dating a girl that's forty years younger than him. Whoa. On and off, she had a baby that wasn't his. So there's just a lot that goes a into lot. his yeah. relationship off, um, you know, his personal relationship yeah. right now. And he's probably just going through a, a difficult time. A lot of people said that he hasn't been the same since his wife passed away. I mean, I can so, understand that. Yeah. I really can. Yes. With all that said, but you, you can't excuse, do this. Yeah. You know, the you excuse what he this. did. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, it, it, talking about sex trafficking, I mean, 
little 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 girl not little girls uh uh younger women i guess you could say uh sex trafficking is is something that that we don't we that we don't take lightly in this country mm-hmm. um but happens every single day and to yes. go into some place and i don't know if he knew that these probably these women were uh being trafficked in there or not i mean mm-hmm. sometimes these billionaires they don't you know they they know things and they don't know things or i don't know but at the end of the day, like soliciting, I mean, I can understand if you want to pay somebody for sex. Okay, fine, do you? <laughs> I mean, as Oldest long as profession in the exactly in as the long world. as you, as long as you as long as it's not what I'm trying to say. It's, it's consenting, consensual, and it's an agreed upon thing. Um, but I, I mean, it's it's just to be clear, it's still illegal. It's still illegal, <laughs> it's still yes, illegal. except for Utah. I think Utah or Nevada, I think one of them is it's oh, legal yeah, there. Oh, yeah, the whole Las Vegas stuff. Right, but as far as, as far as I mean, I don't know. I just I just think that Robert Kraft, it was a moment of weakness, not excusing what he did, and he needs to be held accountable for it. I don't know if he's going to lose his team. I don't know if the NBA, NFL is going to um, – bring down some kind of punishment or anything on him. I mean, uh, there's there's no word. The NFL said that they're keeping a close eye on it. Uh, they're going to do their own internal investigation mm-hmm. to see uh, what's going on. But as far as, you know, charges and whatnot, I don't know if what's going to happen legally. I So this is weird. Like, I, I don't, again, you mentioned the age of the, the women. I don't think there's an issue with any women being underage, underage but who knows yeah. but who knows yeah. like that may come out as well the fbi like you said has been um uh, scoping this place out for a while and yeah. they have a lot of footage they have a lot of confirmed uh incidents yeah and robert Kraft apparently was there more than once yeah that's that's a big key for me like so yeah like one time and you don't i mean if you if you've been there one time and you and you found out that something is wrong okay i get it you know leave don't come back you go back a second time mm-hmm. uh then you're you're responsible for your actions at that point yes so i don't know like i said i don't know if he knew that they were tra- trafficked women in there yeah we don't think he was aware well we don't know we, we don't know say. yeah but all this is alleged because he's still denying it so yeah all this is allegedly what what the cops are claiming. Yeah. So at the end of the day, um, we're, we're going to let the full the full investigation come out. We're not going to pass any judgments on on Robert right now. Uh, Robert is a beloved guy in the Patriots locker room. Like he he's he's a very a very outgoing guy. I mean, there's there's video of him on stage with I forget what the rapper's name was. I think maybe it was Cardi B once. Cardi B once. Yeah. Um, and then there was another. He was on stage with another. I mean, he's he's. He's he loves to have fun. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. having fun. So um, I don't know as far yeah. as that's concerned. He just he just I hope this is a wake up call. Honestly. Yeah, definitely a wake up call. He is 77 years old. So um, if he does go to jail, you know, I, I don't know what type of sentence. It's probably essentially going to be a, a life sentence. Right. Because he potentially gets 10 plus years. Yeah, um, and they, yeah. I think they I was like, say life, life is. Um, I want to say life is around ninety in most court. Um, most court life is ninety nine. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay, so yeah, he would have to get about twenty something years. Um, yeah. But we we really don't know what's going to happen. You, you know, you put in a great point here. He, you know, he's a billionaire. He can afford the defense. Uh, he can cop a plea deal. 
I don't I don't know what's going to happen because we talked about Kareem Hunt getting signed I think last week. Um, who did he get signed by the Browns? The Browns, yes. Browns. Yes. Um, and he had a huge domestic dispute um, issue. Ray Rice still hasn't played another down in the NFL. He had a huge domestic dispute issue mm-hmm. that sparked all of the conversation about um, mm-hmm. uh, respect for women and mm-hmm. um, how, what the NFL is doing to actually curb this abusive behavior. Right. Um, but yeah, like I, now, what are they going to do with an owner? Like yeah. the only owner that usually acts up is the the Colts owner. Um, oh man, I forgot his name. Yeah, uh, but he's name? always getting in trouble with drugs and driving drunk and all of that stuff. Um, Apparently, you could do that in the league because you know they don't, they don't, they don't look down on that. No, they finally started cracking down on him. Um, but it's just, it's ridiculous that it took it so, them so long. Right. Like right. if you're gonna cr- crack down on these players for their inappropriate behavior, Jim Ursay, the CEO and owner of the Indianapolis Colts, yeah, just constantly in and out and rehab, uh, out of rehab and. Just had a lot of battles with um, alcoholism and other drugs. Um, so the NFL did fine him in 2014. Uh, he was suspended by the NFL for six games and fined $500,000. Um, and, you know, I think that that shows you that they will punish owners. They will punish owners. And well, I just don't know how they're going to punish the owner. Because I would argue that between Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft, they probably care a little bit more about Robert Kraft because his team has been so dominant right, in the last two decades. Yes, yes. I just don't. I, I don't think anything personally. If if you're going to ask me the, the the question of what I think, I don't think anything is going to happen to him. Honestly, I think uh, <laughs> nothing. I nothing. Like literally nothing. Literally nothing. Wow. A because he is a like you said he is a prominent owner. Yeah. He you know his team has been so successful and basically. <laughs> Basically, getting all the revenue besides the Cowboys, who has been getting red <laughs> revenue for the for the league. Yep. The Patriots have been getting revenue for the league and getting the rings. I mean, everybody tunes in to see Tom Brady. Yep. So everybody see, tunes Bill, in to see Bill, Bill Belichick. Belichick. Yep. So you know they're not they're not they're not going to mess up the system when it comes to money. Secondly, um, it's it's and this is I wish it would, <laughs> we could, we could work a way around it, but we can't because. Yep. He is a rich white owner, um, and I like, just mm, like almost all of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like almost, I so, Khan is the only non-white owner in the NFL. So, at the, I mean, it's not. I'm not saying that you know, it, to for it to be like a race war, but at the end of the day, like Colin Kaepernick was a guy that only knelt for the flag, and now he's being back blackballed. But oh my goodness, did we talk about the settlement? We didn't talk about a sell. We thought it in here oh, right now, yeah, but we, we um, but I'm just saying the the point is, even even like certain players, I mean we can we can even argue not even necessarily the race aspect because you know Demarcus Lawrence, yeah, had uh, uh, issues with domestic violence. Uh, pretty much every cowboy defensive lineman has had. A domestic dispute. They, and they, they signed and uh, Gregory, right? And they're still after playing the domestic dispute, and they're still playing. So, uh, I think I think nothing will come out of this. He's got more money than than anything else. That it'll go away. I mean, it it will just go away. You. So you, when you say nothing will happen, he'll get some kind of plea deal. Yes, he'll he'll pay and, a fine. It'll oh. be a fine. It'll be a, uh, some kind of suspension, maybe one or two games suspension from the NFL. Well, that's a, something happening. That's really not <laughs> for him. As far as a as 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 um, as much money as he has, and I mean, happening like like what's his, what is, what's the guy name from uh 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 the Clippers? Der, uh, Sterling, who who 
who oh, had that yeah, who, who had, had the, that uh, uh, the incident with ra- yes. yeah, racial yes um, tweets and or I not think, tweets but racial recordings yes and I think the other guy from the Panthers that got walked out um the owner from the Panthers so yeah that's an interesting case that that is really analogous to what we're talking about here uh man what's the guy's name John is it Johnson um I forget his name uh but anyways yeah that owner was basically forced to sell exactly um, and I don't think that's that's what we're saying this it's not going to happen to Robert Kraft because he's so prominent as far as a a leader uh, as a leading uh, owner in the league, he's not going to get – nothing's going to happen to him. Yeah, but okay, so Jerry Richardson was the former owner of the Carolina Panthers, um, and we covered this maybe last season. Yeah. Uh, he he basically had to sell because there were a bunch of allegations of uh, misconduct, sexual right. misconduct right. Um, during his tenure. And it, it's, it's weird because he was actually one of the most beloved owners because he was a former player. Right. And he had a really great uh, playing career. Uh, so they didn't want him to sell. Obviously, they didn't want him to go. Jerry Richardson. They always said that he really wanted to make sure that his legacy wasn't tarnished, and this just completely ruined that. Right. Um, ended up selling to David Tepper for two point two billion, um, May fifteenth, around um, May of twenty eighteen. Right. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to force Robert Kraft to sell because this doesn't necessarily have to do with a uh, creating a hostile work environment similar to what Mark Cuban of the Dallas Mavericks was charged with mm-hmm. or um, has to deal with with his, his situation in Dallas. Um, as this is completely like off the field stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so where do you draw the line between this was off the field and we want to keep you accountable, but we're not necessarily the judge, like the, the court system should handle that type of punishment. Like, if yeah. you go to jail, then obviously you can't work, yeah, you know? Right. So, I don't know. This, this is going to be interesting. Because well, like, I think that they need to understand owners and players are exactly the same. They need right. to treat them exactly Ex- the same. And that's the point I was trying to make. I mean, you know, if you're, gonna, if you're going to suspend somebody or something for, for a P, P, PEDs and doing drugs, like, like if, you, if, a, if a player does drugs, any kind of drugs in the league, they're going to get suspended, period. Why don't yeah. why don't they have a drug? Why don't they have drug testing for owners? <laughs> like I'm pretty sure they're in a press box doing drugs. Like <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So you know, if 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 you're gonna if you're gonna punish somebody, if you're gonna do a, a like, there are things like random drug tests that happen almost every like Eric Reed, yeah. a guy that the the, the uh, Panthers uh, starting safety. Yeah. After every game, it seemed like he was getting randomly drug tested. Yep. For 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 something, so you can randomly drug test Eric Reed twenty times a month. Yep. But you can't drug test any owners or anything like that. That doesn't make any sense it to does, me. It it doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I would say this. I I hope that the drug test is more about performance enhancing drugs than recreational drugs, but well, it's I mean, the same. They, it's one and the same, right? So. Because I mean, you know, you know, players that have uh, tested positive for marijuana and been suspended. Yeah, exactly, that's a recreational drug. Exactly, well, like Josh Josh Gordon and right. all of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is. PEDs on the field versus an owner that takes PEDs. Like I, I wouldn't necessarily well, yeah, care about that. Right, an owner's not gonna take PEDs, but at the end of the day, you could you could still find traces of maybe crack or something. Yes, in, a, in an owner. In an owner. So and that's, that's that's the issue with Jim Irsay of right. the Indianapolis Colts. And right. he, not only was he doing it, he was getting caught. Right. So it's like 
I, I get what you're saying. I mean, there was a, a long, oh man, I don't know how many years ago this was, but Florida, I think it was Florida, and it actually entered into the national debate in the United States about whether or not um, people on welfare should be drug tested. Right. And um, my thought was always like, okay, if you're going to drug test the people on welfare, you should also drug test the congressmen. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's not act like drug testing is only for a certain group of people. Yeah, exactly. Like, if we're if those are the morals, those are the values that you want to instill in your league or your society, then let's just make it fair across the Universal. board. Exactly. Yeah. That's that. My sentiments exactly. I mean, it's the people that are making the laws. I mean, you come, you see so many cases come out where uh, politicians and stuff are, you know, getting caught with, yep. you know, either doing drugs, having sex, affairs, and this and other stuff. Exactly. But you don't hear anything after the initial, the initial uh, 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 report or whatever. It just seemingly goes away. Yeah. It just it's goes just away, and they don't do under anything. The rug, right? And, you know, like oh, he's one of us, so we're just going to take care of him, and we'll we'll make sure that this passes over, right? And I mean, if that's what you're going to do for them, then do it for the for the uh, for the dude that's that's homeless on on welfare. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make it away for the most powerful person on earth, do it for the guy that's that's trying to make ends meet. Yeah, that's, that's all well, I'm saying. Yeah, and you know that's that's one of the things about capitalism, right? Right. Capitalism is all about how can I create value? How can I be productive? How can I employ people? You know, how can I make money? Right. Exactly. (laughs) So if you're somebody who generates a lot of revenue, tax revenue for the government, revenue for um, employees that end up spending that money and, and, and uh, sending that currency through the system. Yeah. Then sometimes you get an easier road. Easier, sometimes. Easier. Sometimes. Yeah. It's just so, yeah. I, I, so you're, you're thinking that Robert Kraft, just to bring this all back and, and kind of wrap it up, mm-hmm. you're thinking that Robert Kraft won't, won't get anything, uh, any type of significant punishment. No, I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll serve any significant jail time. I don't think, uh, because one alleged, it's alleged as allegations. It's not proven moment, that yeah. it's not proven that he's even touched any of these women. I mean, he's gone there. I'm pretty sure he's got a massage. I mean, that's about as far. If you go to a massage parlor, you're gonna get a massage. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's legal. Yeah, that exactly. Legal. So I don't, I don't know that they can prove that he did anything else with these women. Um, they say they have graphic video evidence. That's what the FBI is claiming. See, right I didn't now. hear about that. So I don't yeah, know. So I don't know. If it it all depends on, and if they can prove it with with actual DNA evidence, then, then you know, then yes, I think if he goes to jail for a significant amount of time then something will happen. I think the NFL will be forced to, to come down on him. But if if he's if he can, if he gets I mean and if he gets off like maybe a uh, a year or two in jail, I mean, you've seen players that have gone to jail for a year and come back into the league. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, the the NFL is so hypocritical, but at the end of the day, let let the <laughs> let let the let the le- let the let the legal system do what they have to do. That's all I got. That's all I can say. Let the legal system handle it. Yeah, yeah. Um, let the legal system handle it, and then obviously the NFL needs to respond in in kind, in kind and, yes. and and uh, kind of uphold what the courts have said. And that's all I want. I want fair treatment. Exactly. And we didn't get, we didn't get fair treatment from President Donald Trump. Donald Trump, when hearing about Robert Kraft, he said he was surprised about these allegations, and stressed that the Patriots owner has denied any wrongdoing. Of course, so, I mean yeah. they're buddy buddy. So yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like best friends. Besides, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. <laughs> M- moving right along. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, moving on to the next. Uh, so the reports. There are reports that are coming in that the Rams knew exactly. Well, not exactly, but knew that Todd Gurley. 
what was maybe hurt during the Super Bowl. Um, this is why they. I mean, you you can kind of get that because they brought in C.J. Anderson. They they brought in C.J. Yeah. Anderson to yep. to carry the load uh, going forward. So you know, C.J. Anderson kind of slipped up <laughs> and said uh, he may have been a little bit more hurt than than in the Super Bowl than we thought. Yes. Yeah. I was like, maybe. <laughs> Maybe CJ, uh, maybe Todd Gurley should have spoke up. I mean, this is this is his body. He knows he knows yeah. that his knee's not right. I mean, I put a little bit of blame. I, I put most of the blame on Todd Gurley. Look, I have a long career ahead of me. Yes, I am yes. a. I'm one of the most premier running backs. I'm getting paid like a premier running back. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Performing like a per, premier running back exactly. when at 100. percent Exactly. So. so Speak up and say, "Look, I'm not. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm. I'm ready to go." And you know, but, but, but I, I guess I would play devil, devil's advocate a little bit here because to me, if you're gonna, you have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna say that? Like you're gonna want to just be like, "Yeah, coach, I could play." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I understand that, but and this was this was this happened what in week seventeen, week sixteen. That he uh, got maybe even before that. Oh yeah, it before like, that. But he's he didn't show up for the last half of the of the season. Yeah, he yeah. didn't show up in the Saints game. He didn't show up. Uh, I think when they played the Cowboys, he didn't show up. Uh, so like, well, it's, the Cowboys, he had a hundred and something yards. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Okay, so he's played. He played but, the Saints after that. Yeah, and and from then on, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't look the same. So, if I'm Todd Gurley, I would have waited until the Super Bowl. To uh to actually get in the game for for something yeah he had 115 yards in, in the Cowboys game but but he didn't actually carry the ball as many times as C.J. Anderson and that's when at first like because it worked you saw you thought that Todd Gurley was amazing C.J. Anderson was amazing right but it was kind of weird that C.J. Anderson was getting so many touches right so I mean it is, I mean it's like the it's like the organization knew something was wrong. To me, and like when I they made so. that move, I like, think so. But we we speculated that you know either it was an injury or that Todd Gurley and uh, Sean McVay were not on the same page. Same page, yeah. yeah. And so. I think you were you were right because you said that he he it would come out eventually yep. that uh, a, a major injury w- had occurred, and so or th- just a lingering. It didn't have to be major. It right. was just some some sort of injury, just like LeBron had his cast. <laughs> after game four of the NBA finals last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I broke my hand in game one, <laughs> after game one. I was just going to, you know, like this happens all the time. They try to hide injuries, try to tough, uh, you know, st- superstars always try to um, battle through, tough it out. And, you, you know, not everybody's Jordan with the flu. Right. Not everybody is Jordan with the flu. Right. So. Yeah, so uh, we talk about the impact that Robert Kraft made uh, that, that that's going to have on the rest of the team. What is this going to do for the Rams moving forward? And McVeigh, if it comes out that Todd Gurley actually did have an injury, like <laughs> what what do you think the league is going to do uh, to the team? Uh, that's a very good question because I, I don't know what type of injury this is. Like I said, if it's a lingering in- injury, I don't think they have to report it. There's no rule that you have to report some sort of lingering knee soreness or something like that. Um, Cause you just say that the person is questionable, mm-hmm. but like, it, it, I don't, I don't know what the rules are exactly. I would have to actually go through and read the injury report r- rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just, 
it just it just seems suspicious to me like very 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 suspicious that uh obviously your star running back who was the i remind you guys he was the leading candidate for mvp this year leading candidate oh yeah Uh, he was he was before uh uh, patrick mahomes he was before um drew Drew Brees. all all these prolific guys he was the number one guy and just to drop off in the last four games in into the super bowl like i just it's it's just so suspicious like I, i don't know they say he has a sprained knee uh, he believed it was a sprained knee, but something else. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Is he's playing with his career right now? I mean, he had a, uh, uh, what is it, a leg or a knee injury like last year? Not the last year, but year before, right? He had a. Yeah, he's been troubled with injuries throughout his career. Um, I mean, he's a prolific guy from from uh, from Georgia. I mean, he's. Oh yeah. He was he was one of the best running backs coming to come out of his of his draft, but yeah, I just. Yeah, he struggled with injuries um, at different points in his career, and um, I, I I don't know. I I just feel like he's he's going to have to figure out what it is. Like the shelf life of a running back is short already, so short, really yes. short. And it's just like I don't know if you can you can give him the workload that you're giving him. I yeah. like I love when Sean McVay puts him in space so he can kind of do his thing in mm-hmm. space. I, I feel like he doesn't take as many hits that way. Mm-hmm. If you run it up the middle 20 times a game or more, I just feel like you're ruining your running back. And that's what C.J. Anderson is for. Like, you, you, every yes. team should have yes. a one-two punch. It, it doesn't matter. Thunder and lightning, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. C.J. Anderson is the guy that runs between the tackles. He's bigger. He's he's bulkier. He can take those hits between the tackles. Uh, um, a guy like... To uh, Todd Gurley, he's big, but he's he's more of this in space guy. He can get you uh, f- 10, 15, 20 yards after contact uh, in the in the open field. So, yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a situation where we need to just continue to watch it. Yeah, um, it'll. It's like they say, if you have secrets, it'll all come out eventually. So, <laughs> the team the team is going to have to. Uh, um, explain itself here going forward uh, as to i mean sean mcveigh is he's he's the leader of the team he's the the head coach and so he should have known if there was some kind of injury some kind of of uh uh uh, lingering lingering injury from from todd Gurley. so yeah but i and that's another thing like i i think he was fully aware yeah i think he was fully aware they tried to keep it in house they tried to figure out exactly what tom todd could do I mean, he was, as far as I know, he was practicing and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just found a great uh, website. I'm going to shout him out. Uh, sportsinjurypredictor.com. This has a full history of injuries for players. I looked up Todd Gurley. He was injured um, non-NFL um, when he played at Georgia in 2013 mm-hmm. with a sprained left ankle. 2014, tore his left ACL after the Auburn game in November. Um and then 2015, inside the NFL, he turf had uh, turf toe. Yeah. 2018, December 16th, 2018, this would be the last playoff last, run. Yeah. He suffered an unspecified knee injury in week one and was dealing with it until the final two games. So this may have been, a, again, a lingering injury with inflammation and everything um, all year long. Well, inflammation, yeah, that means he's, yeah, he, he needed to not play any of the playoff games if he was going to try to play in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Um, CJ Anderson could have, I mean, as 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 was proven, he could have well enough covered the load uh, going into the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, but then you start getting into the strategy, right? If you have Todd Gurley playing, then the, the opposing team has to kind of uh, plan for him. And they, they don't true. think you're as one-dimensional. It's true. And we, as we saw in the Super Bowl, uh, you do not want to put the ball in uh, Jared Goff's hands to win the game. So Yeah, I was very disappointed in his, his play. Yeah, so I, I don't know. At the end of the day, um, it'll, it'll all come out. All, everything will come to light, and we will pass judgment on the Rams then. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so moving forward. Got the uh, Lakers from the NBA. All eyes on L.A. right now. It's, uh, it's that time. It's after the All-Star break. Um, Team LeBron won, did their thing in the All-Star game. Um, I don't think we did an All-Star recap, but that's okay. That's no, okay. We never Nothing did really happened. Yeah. We'll be honest. Nothing really happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Lakers are not doing so well. They did beat the Houston Rockets, um, but they lost to an Anthony Davis-less Pelicans, yes. which is... Oh my goodness! I, I I don't know what to say about that. You gotta you gotta win the games you're supposed to win, right? You know, LeBron had 27 points, 12 assists. He did his thing, but yeah, you can't lose to a game. Or you can't lose to a team that is losing their star, their superstar, their superstar. Player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, for he's injured, he's out. So you gotta beat him. I don't care if you're in New Orleans at their home. New Orleans is not doing well as no, a they're team. not. They're so <laughs> they're like maybe 11th or. No, not 11th. They're probably like 12th or 13th in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. They're, yeah, 12th. So, yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> to lose to a shorthanded Pelicans team no. in a short and in a, a smaller market. Yeah. Uh, with lesser tier players, I would say lesser tier. Well, uh, what's his name? Showed up and showed out. Uh, man, Drew I, Holiday. I would, yeah, Drew Holiday. But that's the only out. other guy that they have. Like, <laughs> Yeah, to be honest with you, like I that's mean, that's the only other star that they have, right? Yeah. So they've got some decent role players, but that's the only other star they have. But it's just, it's just one of those things. You have the best player in the world, arguably the best player in the world with LeBron James. Obviously, he's going past his prime. You know, he's yeah. he's not um, he's not the same player that he was. But at the end of the day, I mean, you put up twenty seven points and twelve assists, and lead a team, lead a team in almost all categories. You as as a Three-time uh, national champion uh, in the NBA, you should be able to lead your team against a a uh, yeah. Pelicans team. That's you so know. I, I I will push back on the whole LeBron is not in his prime thing. I think if if what we're seeing now with uh, uh, Vince Carter playing till he's forty-one, mm-hmm. granted he's not amazing, but he's still playing, and then you see Tom Brady winning Super Bowls at 40, 41, then okay, disclaimer I, that's. Two different things, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about the age of players now. Yeah, but like, I mean, I'm saying that LeBron, he may not be in his prime, but he still may be at a crazy level if he's taking care of his body and able to uh, maybe reduce his workload a little bit. You're right. I just think with the with the whole Tom Brady thing, I don't know. I'm just a hater, but <laughs> uh, uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't have to play defense. Uh, Tom Brady. This year, depending on his defense to win yes. the game, so yes. he, it wasn't because of Tom Brady that won a Super Bowl. But I digress. Uh, and then also injuries, right? Yes. So injuries play a major role in how your durability. Right. He's um, he was coming off of a pretty serious injury and a groin injury uh, in, in yep. LeBron James. So uh, yeah, I just don't know. 
And, and LeBron James made the decision to go to a Western Conference team, uh, which the Western Conference is so much more competitive yep. than the Eastern Conference. So this doesn't surprise me. We talked about this. Yeah, this, we talked about this a lot. It doesn't surprise me that they're in a situation struggling with the best player on on the best player on the planet because yes. Uh, in the Western Conference, you need a, you need the best team. You don't need the best player. You need the best team to win. So, at the end of the day, yeah, I yeah. mean, and as we proved, as you proved last uh, last night, and we'll get into the next segment. The Rockets beat the Warriors, but you know, with without one of the best players in the, in the, in the league, and and James and Harden. James Harden, yep. So, you can have the best player, but still be so mediocre. Like it's ridiculous, and the Lakers are mediocre at this point. Well, so what I remember is that you were happy that LeBron took the challenge and went to the Western Conference. I am. Right? I still am. Yeah. I still am very happy and, that he did that. Yeah, and it's just showing. Like I, I was like, I, I don't know why he would do that because it's it's such a difficult thing to do if you don't have somebody running with you. Right. I can't tell you who the number two option on the Lakers is. Right. Like I, I want it to be Kuzma, but Kuzma's still a second year player. And he's yeah, he's young. He's so. inconsistent. Um, and, um, and he doesn't really play defense like LeBron would want him to. Right. So it's kind of like, I, I, I don't know. They're going to have to really have a come to Jesus meeting and just get it all together. I, I think looking at the standings, they're t- number 10. They're um, they're 13 games. games back yeah, from two games. number one. Yeah, they're, they're two games out of the A spot. Two and a half now. Excuse me. Yeah. Two and a half, uh, three and a three half. And a half. Yeah, three and a half out of wow. the the eighth spot, well, where the Clippers are. I still think the Lakers are better than the Clippers and the Kings. So I will. We'll see what happens. I can't. I can't. We'll see what I happens. can't uh, quantify that. Um, I just. I just know what the record shows, and the team is. You know, uh, that's so relative. Like, if if you show up every night, then yes, but mm-hmm. you can have a less. Uh, talented team as the Clippers are uh, for the for the Lakers and still and if you're t- if you're consistent every night that means you're better to me consistency continuity means better and you can have all the talent in the world but the talent doesn't have consistency as far as like defensively uh, you know showing up offensively scoring scoring what you need to score it's not gonna matter yeah so absolutely absolutely you have to be consistent and that's that's the one thing that younger players struggle with right. is consistency. Right. So, yeah, man, this is this is rough. I'm sure LeBron is feeling all that pressure, all the pressure right now. And do you think that? And do you, and, and I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a devil's advocate for uh, Lavar. Do you think it's because Lonzo? Was, Ball. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's because Lonzo's not playing because he's still not playing with that little little uh, uh ankle injury? Yeah. So. I mean, it was a serious ankle injury. Ankle injuries are always serious, but um, I mean, I played football with ankle injuries. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, <laughs> come on now. I, if, if it's I'm not broken, like, if it's not broken or fractured, it's not serious. True. Well, uh, well I don't. What is it? Is it sprained or probably is it, sprained? It's a high think, ankle. Yeah. Probably a high ankle sprain. Yeah. I, I'll say this: I, ankle injuries took down Grant Hill. Yeah. So I mean, like I, I know. Ankle injuries in basketball can be really, really tough to recover from. Yeah. I don't think Lazo is in jeopardy of, you know, really being injured for his whole career. Right. But it's also good to be a little a little tentative. Right. Um, I, I think Lonzo being back is definitely going to only help the Lakers. Right. I think he they need his improved scoring ability, not that it's great, right. but his ability to hit threes, his ability to push the ball. He's great with anchoring that second unit with right. Kuzma and 
and Lonzo when they're in there so that they get some points with Josh Hart. Um, I, I just think LeBron missed, gosh, how many games is this? <laughs> I think it was like 20, 20 games. 20 games overall, maybe. Yeah, th- that's three, that's nine, that's uh, 12, 50. Yeah, over 20 games. Yeah, I think it was, it was, it was so, I mean, this is the longest he's gone and missing games in his career. Like, yeah. like he's he he is consistent. Like we said before, he's consistently in the high seventies, low eighties. Yep. I mean, yep. there's eighty two games. I mean, he's played he's played years where he's played all eighty two games. Exactly. And there's exactly. years that he's played like seventy eight. That's about a seventy six is like the lowest he's played until this year. He's not going to hit seventy. <laughs> yeah, he's no, not going to hit no seventy chance. games. No chance at so, all. So it's crazy. I mean, this is, and this is another reason why I think he's on the back end of his career because he's trying to manage himself. And, and I respect that. The fact that he went to the Lakers and tried to compete in the West, I respect that highly, immensely. Yes. Um, you know, and I hope that, you know, he can – he can. I hope they do get into the, the playoffs. I really do. I, I really think the Lakers can – if they can get it together and make some noise, they can make some noise in the playoffs. But yeah. uh, they have to get it – they have to get it together in the next two weeks. This, this, oh, yeah, uh, this, this is, is the this push. Is, this, is, this is the push. If you can get that continuity in these next two weeks to go forward and give you some uh, momentum into into the last, what, 15-so games, man, it's it's going to yeah. be crazy. There's about, I think, 20 games left or so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a very big deal. Um, excuse me, 20, I think about 22 games or so. Yeah. So I, I, they have the ability to get that eighth spot. I think they want the seventh spot, if possible. Don't, they, don't, don't, they don't want to. They don't want to face the Nuggets either. I, I think that's a good matchup. Nuggets versus Lakers at full want. strength. Yeah. I think that's a good matchup. That could go six plus games. Yeah. Warriors versus the Lakers. That's not going to go six plus games. <laughs> it's going to go so, four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, I'm definitely interested. This is the, uh, the beauty of this, though. Like you know, LeBron was going to struggle with these young Lakers, and we're seeing it now yeah. and seeing what's going to happen. Even though we did say that the Lakers are probably, uh, the Lakers are probably. A, a hair better than the the Cavaliers, as, as far as the nucleus of the team. We said that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! A hair better? Okay, a, a bit better. Like <laughs> they're 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 like three point five. They're like uh, Cavaliers three point five. But I argue Cavaliers are now the second worst team with a record of fourteen and forty six. I mean, the the Lakers could easily be that too, easily. Now I think uh, I, I think about easily. I mean, did you look at the stretch that they had without LeBron? They they But that's what I'm saying. Like what are you saying? Like if the Cavaliers had LeBron, they'd be better than 14 to 46. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying like So like it's all about nucleus, LeBron. The nucleus of the team <laughs> as far as the talent in LA is better than Cat the Cavs talent. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like minus so, LeBron or with LeBron? Minus LeBron. Minus LeBron. Okay. So with Kuzma, with Hart, with Lonzo with uh, Rondo. Uh, I, I would say Lance, but I don't like him. Um, <laughs> Lance will make him dance. Yeah. Uh, but with those players, the nucleus of that team is better than the nucleus of the Cavs team with Kevin Love, with whoever else they have there, because I don't even know who they have now anymore. Uh, Tristan <laughs> Thompson's still there. but uh, but And they lost to him. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the crazy part about crazy. it. Crazy. <laughs> How you lose to Cleveland? But I just I just think that you take LeBron out of the situation, uh, the Lakers could easily be fourteen and forty six. Oh yeah, yeah easily. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, without a doubt. I agree with that. I so, agree with that. LeBron is the one that makes the difference. Um, and and again, it's it's age. They're so young that they really can't do anything. Yeah. They really cannot do anything. Yeah, so. Oh, man. And uh, these Warriors got manhandled Saturday nights. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I couldn't. Well, I, okay. So it was a close game. But in terms of how the, the game was actually flowing, yeah, it was not. It didn't look good for them. Man, they got manhandled. They got they got uh, <laughs> the uh, the Warriors were like, give me your lunch money. And uh, the, the Warriors were like, no, I don't want my lunch money. And the Warriors, and uh, uh, the Rockers were like, I'm taking your lunch money. And then they pushed them up against the, the lockers and took their lunch money and uh, and said, have a good day. Manhandled. So, yeah. I, manhandled. I would say this. Because James Harden didn't play, I agree with you there. But as far as the actual game. No, did you did you watch the game last night? I did watch the game. Did you see how badly uh, 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 P.J. Tucker was playing was playing their best players? No. Kevin Durant, although yeah. Kevin Durant had what? He had like uh, 29. Uh, 29 points. That They were just, they were just, you you could see the literal frustration on every Warriors player because they were being physically outplayed physically like they were they were they were i mean when the refs call fouls on on the warriors for for not playing uh uh uh, their style of basketball when you get the warriors out of sync getting in their heads arguing with the refs for fouls the warriors just man i mean the score doesn't look like it but if you looked at the game, they were just like destroying the Warriors, like every and every turn, defensively. Yeah, but so what do you consider man? I mean, okay, so manhandled, I get it. They were the Rockets were clearly more aggressive, more physical. They played way better defense. Oh my goodness, I I, I really need to read this article, uh, this blog post. Mm. I think uh, Daryl Morey deserves GM of the year. Mm-hmm. Picking up uh, Kenneth Fareed was huge yeah. for the Rockets. And then picking up Austin Rivers as well was a pretty big um, uh, acquisition as well. Right. Uh, so, like, the Rockets made crazy good moves to actually make them um, legit contenders going down the playoff run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, that game, I agree with you. They uh, they played way more physical than the Warriors. But the Warriors don't – they're not a physical team. No. but I, I mean, they, they should be now with DeMarcus. Um, and, obviously, Draymond is pretty physical. But – yeah, the Warriors are not really a physical team, so I expected the Rockets to kind of manhandle them. What I didn't expect was the the Rockets to shoot so well and the Warriors to shoot so poorly. And you can see the breakdown for each quarter. It's like the first quarter, the Rockets were killing them. Second quarter, the Golden State Warriors came back a little bit, and then it was about even the rest of the game. Yeah, but I, I, I would argue that uh, defense had a part to play in that because – Every time that the Rockets and uh, uh, the Warriors would make a run, the Rockets would fire back because yes. of that physical nature. Yeah. Um, the I expected the game to be this close because I expected the the Warriors to shoot like they do. Like the Warriors are the most talented shooting team I've ever seen in life. Yes. Like from yes. from from the from the one spot all the way to the five spot, all of them can shoot. Yeah. Um, and you saw that because you know. At the beginning of the game, they started the game with a what twenty to three, was the first was the first like five minutes of the game. Yeah, it was something crazy because they were just they they were just the energy that the Rockets had defensively, throwing them around, yep. taking the ball, like everything that they could do to get into the Warriors, they did. 
Yep. And so that's why I said by manhandling because literally Kevin Durant fell on his butt three times in the game because of the defense that PJ Tucker played. Um, but it sounds like you're you're expecting more from Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. I am because <laughs> at the end of the day, you that those guys are the ones that that can shoot their way back into a game. That can shoot their way into winning a game. Like those guys are the kind of guys that can. Okay, I'm down. Look, they only lost the game by what six points? Yeah, that's two threes. <laughs> so yeah. like, if if yeah. that defense that that uh, the Warriors played. As far as getting up in their face, the Rockets, yeah, the Rockets, uh, yeah, the Rockets getting into the Ro- uh, Warriors' face and preventing them from getting the the screens that they could get to clear to make those shots is incredible. Yeah. That's what I mean by manhandle. They didn't they didn't let the Warriors get their shots get to the point that they want to. They didn't make it. They didn't let the Warriors get comfortable. Yeah, I, I think I think the it's a tale of two halves though. Yeah, because I mean if you look at it, Steph still shot fifty percent. Clay Thompson shot 41% and Durant shot 57.9%. So it's like at the end of the game, they still shot amazingly. Like they still put up their points. But what you're talking about is the frustration that was setting in. Yeah, I'm and talking the about frustration the, was a huge mental factor. I'm t- yeah, t- I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about mentally. They, they, they manhandled them mentally. If you can manhandle a team mentally, yeah, then <laughs> you're you going to win. Either way. Well, it's not guaranteed, but yes, yes. You you have a good chance to win. This is the most talented. They just played the most talented team in life (laughs) in in the Warriors, and they beat them without their best player. I think that's manhandling. If James Harden was playing last night, they would have beaten them by 30. They would have beaten the Warriors by 30. Maybe, yes. Because, they, <laughs> but uh, like, again, you, you're missing 30 points. <laughs> true. 30 true. automatic points from James Harden. Exactly. Which so, his streak is now up to 32 games exactly. straight. Exactly. So, crazy. you know, they beat him by six. So, easily you could beat him. Obviously, I mean, everything, if you have to factor everything in. James Harden's not the, 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 the best defender, so that's a weak spot. Yeah. But at the but, end of the day, like – I just think that the way that the Warriors came out, I mean, the, the Rockets came out mentally and just dominated the game mentally from, from the beginning, the tip to the end. Yeah. It's manhandled. They got so, manhandled. okay. Agree. So you're saying, what are you saying? Are you saying that the Rockets are the team are a better team than the Warriors? No, <laughs> not at all. I'm just saying that <laughs> it was surprising to me that the Rockets, the Rockets manhandled the Warriors in that way. Cause we were always, we're always seeing the rock, the Warriors, um, get get have their way, as far as like shooting. But do you remember the, the Grizzlies? Spot. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But do you remember the Grizzlies series that the Warriors played? Um, it's probably like three, four years ago. The Grizzlies, yeah, I think, yeah. with um, Gasol, Ra- Gasol, uh, Ra- uh, Randall, Randall, Rudolph, Rudolph, yeah, Zach Rudolph, Zach, Ru- Zach yeah, Zach Rudolph. Um, What's the other guy's name? Oh, man, one of my favorite players. Uh, Mike Conley? Um, yeah, but the defensive guy, the defensive guy. Uh, oh, man, I forgot his name. Anyways, yeah. um, they, like, you could see the frustration because of the way they were locking down Steph and Clay. Yeah. And at that time, they didn't even have Durant. Right. And they actually went down in that series, and it was looking really bad for the Warriors. Yeah. And then they ended up winning that series. Exactly. So it's like, I, I think, yes. When when it comes down to it, I think one of the biggest knocks on Steph Curry is that he's not dominant because he's not strong enough or he's not tall enough. He can't take over a game like Jordan or LeBron. Mm -hmm. And so 
This is interesting because I think the Rockets made the right, the exact moves they needed to. Kenneth Fareed was making three pointers. Yeah, my boy, the manable. Oh my goodness, yeah, he was. He was. I mean, and you know that it's your night when you, your point, your point, your power four that doesn't really shoot many threes is hitting fifty percent, yeah. like even even more than that, sixty six percent. So. Well, uh, or 50%, well, 50%, yeah, 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 50%. I'm sorry, that, that's that, yeah. But, Free throws. But, um, uh, it's crazy, it's crazy when everybody's just dominating on the on the Warrior, on the Rockets without their best player. Let's just in, reiterate that. Their best player yeah. is is injured right now. I think they said he had, what, a, uh, uh, some, something was wrong with his back. He just needed rest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah, what's wrong but, with James. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that, that's just mind-blowing to me with, with the Warriors at well, the Warriors at full strength, um, and to be manhandled like they did mentally, it's it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. yeah. I I see. I get what you're saying, but for somebody that's followed the Warriors for so long, I'm like, oh yeah, they do this all the time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, they I, do this I, all the time. Ultimately, I think the Warriors are going to win the championship again because they they have the best uh, uh, team going forward but ever. This is, this is what I'm. This is weird for me. So like. I honestly think the Rockets upgraded majorly and they could actually win the championship just like last year when they went seven games with the Warriors. Like these these um, acquisitions of Kenneth Reed, Austin Rivers, I think this puts them back to where they were as far as being the more dominant physical team. And if Eric Gordon can start scoring more like he was last year and James stays uh, healthy and active and doesn't get into a shooting slump and Chris Paul is around – Bruh, I think the Rockets have a chance, man. I don't think they can get past. <laughs> I don't think they can get past the Nuggets. I don't think they can get past the uh, the the Thunder, because all those teams are just as just as physical and can shoot just as much. Uh, going down the stretch, and you cannot, yeah, you cannot even uh, uh, discount. Um, you know the the Spurs. The Spurs have always been in, even though they're they're a lesser tier nowadays. Um, go down to the Western Conference. Uh, the Trailblazers. I think they could be easily be the Trailblazers and the Clippers. The Jazz are starting to get their get their uh, get their groove, but honestly, I just don't think that the Rockets can beat the first three teams in a series. I don't. I honestly don't. Oh man, I, I think they're a completely different team now. I think. The addition of the Manimal, as long as everything stays the same, everybody's healthy, I think the Rockets and the Warriors are number one. I still, for some reason, because the Nuggets are a little young, I don't believe in them. Oklahoma City, they can do something, but I think that Oklahoma City almost got beat by the Jazz the other night. So it's kind I of mean, like... you don't have the off nights. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. The off nights come, and what do we what do we make of these off nights? But it's the way that you get beat in the off night. I mean, they the, the Thunder... Almost got beat, but they won in a two in a two overtime game with a with a uh, a amazing floating shot in the final minutes by their most prominent player. So the, the Thunder won in, in a fashion that that showed mental stability. Yeah, by uh, one point in a two overtime game at home. Exactly, which you could argue that I think the Thunder but, are way more talented than the Jazz. Yeah, and, well, I don't know. They, I think they're about even, but. Uh, I think I think that it wasn't as a mental it wasn't mentally as dominant as this game was. I don't think I don't think either team imposed their will mentally on each other as as 
physically as this as the game last night was. Because from the jump, again, from the jump, from the time that they tipped the ball off, yeah. the war the Rockets were that much more dominant and that much more physical and that much more mentally uh, uh, prepared for the Rockets and the, the for the Warriors and they the Rock Warriors were ever. So yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think that they definitely had the mental edge mm. and obviously the physical edge. And it's just it, yeah, it just comes down to a seven game series. What can happen in a seven game series? Yeah, I, I think obviously, yeah, I think the Rockets, the, even if the Rockets and the Warriors come out, I think the Warriors are just that much more talented that they'll win. Uh, uh, four games out of seven. I mean, it just—it's just the Rockets aren't as talented as the Warriors are. It's just the Warriors were—they came out, and this is what Steve Kerr was, you know, worried about the because yeah. you know, yeah, the mental couple, focus. Yeah, a couple games before or a game before that, they came out in the same way, same fashion. Mm-hmm. They were lackadaisical. I mean, they ended up winning the game, but you know, you can't you can't have these lapses in focus, especially if you're you have a long a long layoff. And so yeah, you have the All Star break, right? So, and yeah. if you if you go to the playoffs and you win a four game series and you have a, a a two week layoff, and you know the other team that you're supposed to play plays until seven games, and that could take two weeks. Yep. yep. Like, what are you gonna do when you have to play the team, the next team? Like, you're gonna come out and be lackadaisical? You can't do that in the playoffs. You can't do that. And also, the frustration sets in. Now you have Draymond Green and Demarcus Cousins who constantly get technical fouls. Constantly, constantly get technical fouls. So it's like. Yeah, the Warriors, I'm, I, I I, was telling you that, I think in episode two or something like that, I thought the Thunder were probably the team to beat in the West, and they're sitting at number three, so that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. But now I'm thinking the Rockets are also the team to beat. I, I still don't think, as much as I, I love Golden State and the style that they play, and obviously they have five All-Stars starting, but I still think they're vulnerable. Yeah. I think they're very vulnerable um, but I don't put a lot of stock into what I saw last night. I yeah. just I, I just feel like that's that's the Warriors. That's what they do. They yeah. always mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I think they will. But yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Great. Oh, Draymond Green got injured. Yeah, he stepped on a on a foot. And it's just, it's just a sprain. It's not it's nothing serious. He'll he'll be. He'll, I'll tell you what. He'll be he'll be back before uh, Lonzo Ball. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that. Oh man, uh, good times. All right, let's get into the hot topic of the week. Your hot topic. So our hot topic, of course, we had to talk about it. We had to talk about my boy Zion Williamson's injury that happened last Wednesday. Um, He was they were playing the uh, UNC Tar Heels. It was uh, is a ACC um, rivalry uh, game because both both teams are very prolific in the ACC. They've won multiple championships um they always get the best recruits they always play the best games they you know we can't you know it's crazy i mean jordan yeah grant hill yeah you have a bunch of 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 prolific names that have come out of these Mm -hmm. um these franchises not franchises programs programs programs, um so (laughs) i mean they they might as well be franchises right i mean with the money that they make uh but we are we are going to highlight the injury that 
Zion Williams Williams hat Williamson Williamson right yes Williamson. Zion Williamson All right Zion Williamson had um he was it was I think I think that it said 37 36 or so seconds into the first half I was it was it was early in the first half um to where he he slid I guess I don't know if it they say it's a shoe malfunction I think I think something else might have happened before that but he slid he did the splits and ended up um uh injuring his his knee they said it was a grade 1 knee sprain uh he's he's been sitting out for the the last game he sat out the last game for Syracuse i believe they played saturday afternoon i played at Syracuse and they beat Syracuse obviously as they should they are <laughs> They still have prolific all stars on that team. Well, uh, all ACC players and yeah. stuff on that team. So, um, yeah, the 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 injury looked pretty pretty interesting because the they the shoe uh, blew out on him. The sole came apart from the uh, the the rest of the foot or rest of the shoe, and now that the that that Zion Williamson since he's a prolific. Uh, a freshman uh, player, they want to go ahead and do uh, Nike's going ahead and do an investigation on what happened uh, going forward. So, my question is, um, what happened? <laughs> uh, I just don't. I just don't understand. He, he's two hundred eighty-five pounds. Okay, yep. he's two hundred eighty-five pounds. That's mm-hmm. that's a lot of pounds. I'm two. I am two seventy-one as of today. So nice, nice. Um, I was two eighty two, so I was I I know I understand how being heavy and yep. and and moving having quick movements because I've had three of those shoes and ironically one of them was Nike. Uh oh, <laughs> I've had three of those shoes uh, come apart, and I think it's more because of of the force that I was putting on the shoe than anything else. I mean, the shoe's supposed to hold up, but at the end of the day, like the force that you have to cut to stop to do all this stuff in the shoe mm-hmm. i mean it's going to it's going to break down that shoe eventually because there's it's a lot of force it's yep. a lot of force so i don't know six seven two eighty five that's what uh zion is billed as he's a big boy he's i said i, I if he could get down to 250 bro oh nobody can oh stop this guy he's guy lebron james-esque flying. yep he is a once a generational player. He's already got a forty inch vert mm-hmm. at two eighty five. Imagine how if he got a, a thirty pounds lighter. Yep. What? How bad he? How bad he would be? Yes. Yes. And I'm I'm really worried because an injury this young and um, this early in his career could speak you know volumes. It could just uh, be doom and gloom for the rest of his career. Hoping that's not the case. It's just a knee sprain. He'll be okay. But uh, yeah, anytime one of those uh, one of the high flyers gets a lower leg injury, you think about Vince Carter, you think about Grant Hill, you mm-hmm. think about all these people, and mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, are we gonna, are we actually going to see his greatness in the NBA? Like, are we going to see the real Zion, or are we gonna have to? Oh man, are we gonna have to uh, settle for like a reduced um, uh, Zion without his superpowers? And that's think- that's not fun for me i want to see zion high flying and dunking all over people and blocking shots like crazy i don't think he's going to stop doing that i honestly don't think he's going to 
uh, change change his style of play for this kind of injury because this kind of it's just a sprain. Honestly, it's a sprain. It hurts. Yes, it's going to linger for a little bit, but uh, eventually, if he does the right thing, he gets the treatment that he needs and stays off of it. It'll heal fully. This is not a t- ACL tear. <laughs> yeah. So ACL yeah. tears are something that 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 take a long road of recovery. Uh, he's he, it's just something that you know he's he's going to learn from it. He's going to move on forward, and uh, he's going to play the way that he, he always played. Uh, that's my, in my opinion. He's, he's got nothing really to worry about, uh, personally. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Nike is investigating what happened. I'm, I can't wait to see <laughs> what they say about it because that's, that's horrible um, advertising for them. Well, they said their shares have gone down yeah. by 1%, which isn't much, but – Still, one percent of what? A couple billion dollars? <laughs> that's that's yeah. uh that's uh that that can add up. But big deal. I think Zion is now thinking, huh, let's 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 uh let's think about Adidas, let's think about <laughs> Under Armour, let's think about Reebok. Uh we're we're done with Nike here. Uh yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him come out if if he does end up coming out and playing another game in a Duke jersey, uh him wearing some some other shoe besides Nike. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know if he can because I think a lot of that is um, a part of the deal with uh, the NCAA and Duke. So I don't know if he can wear any other shoe. But I'll do it just for the heck of it. <laughs> I'll do it just for the heck of it. Yeah, I, but I mean, he might he might wear a different shoe and just uh, cover up the label. That was like I that. was about to say that I would do it, wear a different <laughs> shoe, put some tape over it, and put Adidas, put the Adidas symbol, get somebody to paint the Adidas symbol over it. That'll be dope. <laughs> That would be dope. Uh, yeah, man. This is going to be interesting. Interesting to see what happens going forward. He, uh, I think Shisesky, Mike Shisesky, um is saying that he may be out for another two weeks or so. Mild at knee sprain. Point, the knee is stable, but we don't know how long he'll be out officially. At this point, they only have four more games in the season. So four oh, or five more games in the season. Imagine a Zion-less March Madness. Ah. Uh, Honestly, oh, and this is what go, this is going into our next topic. Should uh, well, it's it, it, following the line. Should he, should he come? Well, let's before we get to that, uh, Zion has a a a, a policy, uh, a insurance policy, to where it's a called a loss of value policy, to where he can collect eight million dollars if he's if he falls past number sixteen in the in the NBA draft. Which is wonderful, but I would say since he's so so prolific, if that this drops into three or four, he should get that money. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. He's the he's the best player that if he comes out next year, yeah, should be number one. And if this injury throws him back to number two or three, you know, well, a lot of people are still debating the one or two. Um, I think different teams have different needs, and so they're saying that it's I mean, possible that people he fills won't up get everything. Zion. He does. He, he fills up all the needs you. Well, they're saying that he he doesn't really shoot, and oh, there are other okay. people in the NCAA that are coming out that Sharp can shoot. Shooters, yeah, so I can see that's, that. That's what they're, that's what they're saying, and I, I think there are plenty of players that learn to shoot. Right. You know, like you go to the NBA and you practice hard, you practice during the summer and you become a better shooter. Case in uh, point, Giannis. Giannis, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler, uh, Derek yeah. Rose, yep. all of them couldn't shoot in college. They made most of their points in the paint yeah. and then they developed a jump shot when they got to the league. Ben's, no, wait. Never mind. <laughs> never mind he's still, yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's that's not that's not him. Anyways, uh yeah, so I think I think this is great. I mean, they say this is within the uh the rules of NCAA to have this kind of policy. My thing is if you have this kind of policy where if he does that, he gets this kind of money, why not pay the players? Like he's got a policy out. You, you um, I just don't I don't understand if you can have an eight million dollar policy. So so basically true. if he falls out <laughs> And he doesn't get drafted. He gets eight million dollars. Why not give him a stipend? I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's it's I don't know. I, it's it's so weird how they do this because it's it's insurance, but you have to declare for the draft. So if he were to never declare for the draft and get injured, then this means nothing. Well, I mean, this then this goes into our our next thing because uh, the tickets for this game was insane. Like insane. Like <laughs> tickets for this game before the game started was ten thousand dollars, ten thousand six hundred and fifty two to be exact, on one of the uh one of the uh, uh ticket sites, vivid vivid seats. Uh before the game started, like the the the, the day before the game started, the tickets went down to two thousand nine hundred and eighty nine dollars per ticket. <laughs> that's that's comparable to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl yep. was two thousand nine hundred dollars a ticket. On the day before, mm-hmm. so well, who gets all this money? Like who <laughs> who benefits from all this money? Because I know the players not necessarily aren't nec- aren't necessarily benefiting, but they aren't directly benefiting from this money. So true, true. So who's getting all this money? Because it's a lot of money. I I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. I know the government's only getting their on. share, but it's fine. <laughs> it just makes me. It just makes me. I'm not necessarily upset because, you know, I can I I can be upset or whatever. It's not gonna do any good. I'm just a I'm a guy <laughs> that doesn't know anything. Obviously, like we we are outsiders. We're all yeah. outsiders yeah. though because you're to be honest. We don't know exactly what goes on with the money. Obviously, UNC and Duke will split the money, but does the NCAA get a cut? Get, get I a assume cut. they yeah, get a cut. They have to get a cut, and then um, ESPN gets a cut, and yeah, you know all those all those execs. Well, I don't know if ESPN gets a cut of tickets okay. espn we get a cut of the ad revenue because mm-hmm. it's, it's the the whole tv deal okay but as far as tickets being sold i think that all goes to the venues and, yeah the yeah. venue and uh the the teams and sponsors. the uh the league um i don't even think the sponsors get paid no i don't think sponsors get paid no sponsors oh, sponsors pay to be a part of it because oh, it's true. free advertising true. quote unquote i mean whatever they paid that's the advertising i mean they they could <laughs> Anyway, it's it's just it's just something I I I just I can't I can't it, justify I can't justify paying ten thousand dollars to go to any game. I don't care what it is, unless it's like uh, I'm paying to go to an All Star game where everybody comes. Like, okay, I'm a, you were going to go to an NBA All Star game with college all-stars zion yep. williamson playing with lebron james playing with you know all these guys and i might even think about it if i'm not paying but at the end of the day there's nothing worth ten thousand dollars out there that i would go pay to see yeah see for that price you're talking about access like that has to be vip access and mm-hmm. i don't even think like that price is ridiculous for a college game yeah you know like yeah. i can understand nba game I think a lot of the uh, Warriors tickets are going for like five thousand dollars for yeah. like floor seats. That makes sense in some ways, but uh, not for I, me. <laughs> yeah, but I, for I don't know. three hours, <laughs> 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 for, 
five thousand dollars for three hours of just watching somebody play? Nah, bro, I'm straight. Yeah, it, it, to me that has to include some sort of VIP access. It has to, There's and nothing. I I just don't I don't understand why anybody would pay for that. But then again, if five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars is like ten dollars to you, then of course you would pay that. No, not at all. Because I hate paying ten thousand dollars, uh, ten dollars to anything besides electronics and food. Um, that's about <laughs> the only two things that I'll actually pay money to do. But I just, I, you know, it is what it is. Uh, there were people that that pay that money, and and you know, they support the teams and whatnot, and that's fine. I mean, do what you have to do. I just think that this was ridiculous. I mean. You know the venue. Was, I think they were what in in uh in 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 the game was at Duke and Duke, yeah. So Duke. the venue, you, it's like you go there and you it, Duke can play like a terrible Wake Forest team, and tickets would be like twenty bucks. So yeah. I mean, it's just because it's the it's the matchup doesn't mean I want to pay ten thousand dollars to go see it. Yeah, and it's it's a it's become one of the biggest, like you said, the biggest rivalries in college basketball. They're right down the street from each other, or I think they're like 30 minutes 30 apart minutes, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when you have people like President Obama and Spike Lee in attendance, Bro, it's like... <laughs> that jacket that he had on, though? He was, he like, was, he was, he was balling with that jacket on, boy. He was, I wonder <laughs> if he did that little jog that he usually does up the stairs. Just, <laughs> you know that jog he does up the stairs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was wearing a bomber jacket. The bomber jacket. Yeah, that jacket was, that was fly. He was, he was super fly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't see Michelle there, though. I don't know if Michelle was, uh, was, was she was busy. She, right? She has her book. And yeah, I was like, stuff. she was doing a, she was doing a, uh, a book, uh, a book signing or something that night. I oh, don't yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. She's getting paid a lot to talk to. Talk I mean, what? He's so. already, he's already getting paid for life um his salary for life so it's fine he doesn't have to work anymore oh yeah man oh man it's, it's crazy but like yeah when you have those uh, celebrities in uh in attendance that's that's when you start to say okay that's why they're charging so much it's 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 a coveted ticket so question mm-hmm. where where's the secret service um are they is that is that guy behind the secret service um, the guy that's sitting there looking like he he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> Secret Service. <laughs> uh, no idea. No idea where they are. Well, I, I mean, you if could, you could pick them out, yeah, then, then they're not doing their job. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a that's a problem. Ah, uh, I see you. You you look suspicious. You're Secret Service, and all the Secret Service converge. And you're like, oh, we know who you are. That's who there you, we yeah, go. Secret Service. There, there he is. Go. One of them. Yep, yep, yep. Oh man, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I, 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 unless I'm a billionaire, I'm not paying these prices for tickets. Plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I'd, and the crazy thing is, I'm sure Obama didn't pay ten thousand nah, dollars. No, he those probably tickets. did. He probably got a <laughs> discounted rate. President, you come in. Uh, former president, you get you can get his tickets for like discounted price of like two hundred and fifty bucks. Okay, fine. That's good. That's I, good. I'd be surprised if they they actually charge him. Yeah, <laughs> coming in. Well, you're. You were, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just give a speech before the game in the locker exactly, room. Exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> let me be clear: if you don't, uh, if you don't win this game, uh, you will, um, you will not be a president of the United States. Thank you, and have a good night. God bless America. Thanks, for, thanks for the tickets. <laughs> Peace out. Drops mic and leaves. <laughs> yes, exactly. Obama out. Oh man. All right. Well, I think that will do it. Do you have anything else? I'm I'm good. I'm good. good. This, was, right. this was fun. You know, it's it uh it was a, it went by pretty quick. It went pretty quick. Yeah, really quick. As always, we thank you guys for listening to us. 
Uh, you can email us and get in contact with us. Uh, we actually didn't check our emails this week. We'll, we'll do that next week. We are at ydkjpodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us. We're on Twitter at ydkjpodcast. And also subscribe. We love um, you know knowing that you guys are listening and you guys are getting the show. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And uh, yeah, check out our website where we blog from time to time. That's ydkjpodcast.com. Sorry, I'm a little under the weather. You probably could have heard that a little bit, but, uh, you know, we made it through. We made it through. We made it through. This is You Don't Know Jack. We are the outsiders looking in. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And we'll catch you in the next one. Yes, we will.